What is up, Alabama fans? Stacey Blackwood here with Jake Thomas on another edition of Tide Talk Live. Coming to you live on Saturday night. Jake, what's up, buddy? Man, you know, just living it up on a Saturday night. Uh, been extremely hot today, but we just had some rain come through. So, and not the not the humidity down a little bit. So, it's actually pretty nice outside at the moment. Yeah, it's been it's been rough here in Alabama as far as the heat goes. But uh, excited to, to be here tonight on a live show. The chat's going to be open for anybody that wants to jump on in. So uh, we're excited to be doing a live show again. So jump in the chat if you're watching, and uh, we'd be glad to discuss you know any and all things, especially if it's related to, to Alabama football or Alabama athletics. But, uh, Jake, I, I know to get things started, you wanted to talk about something so uh, I'm just gonna kind of uh, hand it over to you for a minute. Uh, yeah, I you know I I just come back from from that dimension where Clark Lee thinks that Vanderbilt is going to be a top football program. I know he didn't say when. I mean, it could be thousands of years years from now. We're not going to be here when that happens. But still, I mean, I understand where where he's coming from. I mean. Vandy don't give you a lot of stuff to talk about these days, especially on the football side of things. So, I mean, he's got to say something. And, I'm, I mean, it worked because there's still people talking about it. We're talking about it. So, I mean, maybe that was his plan all along, just to say something ludicrous like that. Because, I mean, it's still people still talking about it. But them also getting a vote to win the East, I mean. Yeah, who done that? <laughs> Who done that? Clearly, <laughs> you know, I mean, somebody believes in them. I don't know who. It's, I mean, I, it's just wild, man. That that was one of the funniest storylines that I, you know, out of media days that, that I found. Yeah, that that that's definitely one of the you know the headline stealers from the from the entire week. The fact that Clark Leah thinks that Vanderbilt Vanderbilt will be the top program in the nation in football uh, <laughs> when, when for the last decade. And for the majority of their program's history, they have been a bottom feeder. Uh, so uh, I'm not yeah. sure what to think about it other than he's out of his mind. Yeah. And but if you, if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else will. I know yeah. that saying's true, but uh, just, be, just because the saying's true doesn't mean what you think will be true. <laughs> right. And, and let's just be honest, the only time that they have been relevant was with one James Franklin. Yeah. So, you know, unless James Franklin's coming back – I don't think that that program's going to be on the up and up for a while. Well, I mean, shoot, if they get to three wins, it'll be on the up and up. Well, that's, that's true. I mean, well, I don't know what, what they predicted to, to finish this year. I know last in, in the East, but record-wise, um, I think like two wins at, at the most. I don't even know their schedule, but yeah. I'm going to say they get two wins. But. Yeah. Well, that's uh, without looking at their schedule, but they—they're not going to beat anybody in the East for sure. But I can tell you this with absolute certainty: they will not be the best program in college football. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm—I'm 100 I'm positive on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, while, while we're talking about media days, let's just—I want to go to this. You know, one of the biggest stories this entire offseason has been the, the Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher feud that's been going on over NIL and Texas A Saban saying Texas A&M bought this entire previous recruiting class, and then Jimbo Fisher the next day acting like a little kid, uh, blowing up in his press conference and, you know, pretty much calling Coach Saban the devil. And, I mean, that's not what he said, but that's pretty much what he said. Uh, yeah. Pretty much calling Saban a liar and a cheat, you know, a narcissist. Basically all those things. And then we get to this week, and 
all of a sudden Jimbo Fisher is like, oh man, we're we're good friends. You always yeah. fight. You always fight most with your best friend. <laughs> yeah, that's that's odd. It's crazy. Um, Cassie, thank you for joining. Uh, hey, roll tie from Carl Salt Lake Nurse. City, Utah. Mm-hmm. Nice, awesome. Thank you. Roll tide, roll tide. But yeah, that that was kind of that was kind of interesting as well. You know, I mean, he come out the day after Saban has said that and made that that speech and and got all up in arms about it, and then you know, kind of escalated from up to other coaches, right. like Steve Spurrier saying it, but he never come out and said anything, you know, negative in light of Spurrier. So right. and now he's just like, oh yeah, we're best buds and. You know, it, you you fight with like you say you fight with your best friend and all that. That's just uh, some, you know. I think, I think you know, Saban schooled you. The and, and I mean, again, we have talked about it, and and others talked about it. He never said Jimbo and A and M cheated. Right, know? right. He never said they cheated. He even no. clarified himself saying mm-hmm. that they didn't do anything wrong. Right. Yeah. Just the you nature nil at the moment. Exactly. But, so. You know, Jimbo Fisher got his panties in a wad and acted a fool the very next day, and now yeah. he's trying to backtrack and saying everything is good. And I'm sure everything is fine because Coach Saban's not going to hold a grudge no. on that. I no. mean, he probably understands that that Jimbo come out in in frustration and in emotion, mm-hmm. trying to you know make sure he has his programs back. And you know, he just that, that's why you don't act on emotion. That's why you don't come out the next day unless you've calmed down and make that kind of ludicrous statement. Yeah, exactly. So, and, and touching on the same kind of that same subject, you know, Will Anderson, they asked him about, about, he says, do y'all talk about the lost A&M? And, you know, I'm, I'm paraphrasing a little bit because I can't remember his exact quote, but he was pretty much, so we've talked about it. We don't talk about it much anymore, but when the time comes and we're on the field, it's going to be talked about then. And I'm like, man, uh, that's yeah, saving, yeah. that's yeah. saving you nothing. Saving yeah. you nothing. First, basically, half. <laughs> basically, I think Bryce Young, Will Anderson, and Jordan Battle, all three kind of spoke on it, and their response mm-hmm. was all pretty much the same. It's you know we'll settle this uh, discussion on the field. So, yeah. uh, hey, uh, thanks, Simona, for for uh, commenting. Yeah, they're always always trying to feed negativity and everything Saban says. Yeah, exactly. they the media tries to distort what Coach Saban says as if he's whining or crying or complaining and and we've talked about this numerous times on on our show jake about you know going all the way back to the spread offense days he's like is this really the way we want you know college football to look like do we want the spread offense not even so much the spread offense but the the up-tempo offense do we want this to be the future of college football and they're like oh he's just complaining because he's his defense can't, can't keep up with it now nobody else runs the offense better than alabama I know so exactly. It, it was a warning, right? In he, so many he, words. He had, yeah, he, he, he. I mean, we, we say it. He tried to warn y'all. Do y'all want to go go do this because you know I may be I may be a year or two behind what you're at now, but once I get there, I'm gonna be two or three light heads, you know, light years ahead of you when when I get right. done with it. And look at look at him now, like you said. So. Well, you know, the the whole first half of Coach Saban's uh, tenure here in Alabama. Uh, didn't really have what you would call an NFL quarterback. I mean, mm-hmm. A.J. Right. McCarron has stuck around the league, but other than that and outside of him, there really hasn't been a, a true NFL quarterback in the first mm-hmm. half of Saban's career. Now you look at the last three guys that have started for Alabama. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts, Tua Tungvalu, and Mac Jones are all starters now in the NFL, and Bryce Young is the next man up. Right, 
Exactly. I mean, so uh, he he tried to warn everybody, and now he's putting mm-hmm. quarterbacks in the league like nobody else. <laughs> right. That that's the one knot that everybody had, you know, on Alabama was, you know, they have not put a quarterback in the NFL since Saban's been there. Well, now look, a starter that is. I mean, Greg McElroy played on a couple of teams, and Adrian McCarron, like you said, has gone through the league for a couple of teams as well. But now Tua's starting, Jalen Hurts is starting. And as much as Oklahoma fans want to claim Jalen Hurts, he still loves Bama, and he's always going to be a Bama boy. So, sorry. Yeah. You know, he may finish his career at Oklahoma, but he's a Bama boy at heart. Uh, and uh, Matt Jones. Uh, so, and like you said, Bryce is next. So, you know, he tried to warn you off college football. Yeah. <laughs> y'all didn't listen, you know. Yeah, and he's and he's not he's not complaining. I mean, he is complaining, but he's not complaining out of fear. Right. That he's going to fail. Mm-hmm. He's complaining because he's worried about the integrity of the sport moving forward because of NIL and and the way it's the lack of of governing that it has. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's his only so, point. And he said that numerous times. We shouldn't have to be saying that because he's literally saying it when he says it, but somehow it gets distorted by the media and by other teams and and other fan bases and I I don't know if you would think after what 15, 16 years that they would kind of finally understand that what Coach Saban is trying to say and everything that he does is for the betterment of the game. Right. Exactly. He wants he wants competitive balance. He talked about that. He <laughs> wants he wants college football to to remain as pure as it possibly can. Absolutely. And I want to as well. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I just I, – I, yeah, I, I saw a little reel that come through the other day. Uh, some of, like, Saban's best comments. And and I remember, you know, him talking about, you know, telling the media, says, you know, you just take a handful of pretty much doo-doo and throw it against the wall and see what sticks. Exactly. That's, that's all they do. And, you know, they, they have asked – you know, how, how many times since we're Bama guys have we been following Saban's has been to Alabama? How many times has the media come out and said every offseason – this is Saban's last year. This is Saban's last year. This is Saban's <laughs> last year. He's never going to retire. I mean, y'all just keep you, you just keep fueling that fire for him, you know. So well, and and you know the, the fact is, and he talked about this at media days is what what what's he going to do after football? Exactly. And that's his entire point. He says, "Man, I love what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. That the competition. So the competitive fire is still there, and as long as that's there, he's not going anywhere. No. And that and he and just that could, look. It. Look, that could be that could be next year or that could right. be 10 years from now. Exactly. I mean, the yep. dude's in incredible shape. You look it at is. him, he looks like he's in his mid 50s and he's and he'll be 71 uh in October. Yeah. So uh his health is good. He's in good shape. He looks good. He's he's not slowing down. He he did one of his best coaching jobs at Alabama this last year and and is going to, you know, field a team this fall uh that should be spectacular uh if everything goes as planned. Yeah, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, you know, put the cart before the horse, but this probably could be his best team on, you know, on paper. You well, know. You, yeah, you yeah. look at – I mean, and we'll talk about it as the season gets closer, but you look at what they bring back on defense. They'll have one of the best pass rushes in all of college football. Uh, they'll have a pretty solid back end with Jordan Battle. DeMarco Helens is back. We'll see what kind of growth Kool-Aid McKinstry's had. Can Eli Ricks come in and fill that other corner spot or Kyrie Jackson? So there's – there's so much talent there on defense, and the pass rush is going to be so elite with Will Anderson and Dallas Turner, Chris Braswell, 
Uh, you look at guys on the interior that could that could make an impact. Uh, maybe the Jamil Burrows. You look at Jaheim Otis, the the freshman who's made a complete body transformation. My God, uh, I mean, he looks like a different person from the time he arrived on campus in January. So there, there's so much talent there on defense that the defense should be scary good. And then on offense, you bring back the the Heisman Trophy winner. You bring you, you bring in Jameer Gibbs at running back, one of the most explosive playmakers in the country. You get Jermaine Burton from Georgia. You get Tyler Harrell from Louisville. Just two uh, really good wide receivers to go with Ja'Cory Brooks. You got Cameron Latou, who's one of the best tight ends in the country. Uh, there's a lot to be excited about for this Alabama football team. Absolutely, and you know, you you brought up you know Gibbs. He, he is probably going to take the, you know, yeah. Oh wow. Oh, so we oh. have we have Christian Leary's mom on. How about that? Yes. He showed out in a day. Man, that uh, yeah, Christian I'm, I'm Leary. So, I'm so excited to see him on the field this year. I mean, he's ready to break out. So, you know, and, and Richard, just like, thank you for listening, Richard. But just like you said uh, about Otis, I mean, you talk about a guy who bought in. I mean, he yeah. has bought in the system. And, you know, he come in and, and and he promised his coaches he'd lose that weight, and he sure has. So, man, that's uh, that's awesome. Well, we need to figure out a way to get Christian Leary on the show. We do. We do. That would be and, awesome. And, and Leary, my goodness, he, he exploded in the 8A game. There was he no did. doubt. He, he was the best offensive player in the 8A game. Yes. Yeah, he's he's ready to show up and show out this year. I'm I'm excited to see what he can do. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us. That, that's, yeah, that's no awesome. Doubt. That is awesome. We appreciate it. Yeah, you think – while we're talking about Christian Leary, that wide receiver room – Oh my gosh! I mean, I know, I know, JMO's gone. I know Mechie's gone. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, and not to pick on Earl, but Leary, Leary, uh, he seems, he seems like he's got that it factor. He does. Yes, um, sure. You know, he, he got that play. I can't remember. Was it against Arkansas, Jake? When he's uh, kind of floating out of the backfield because you know he had to move to running back because there was about yes. 37 running backs injured at Alabama towards yes. the end of the year. And, uh, you know, he, he kind of stepped up that week and he scored a touchdown against Arkansas. Mm -hmm. uh, so, I mean, when it mattered, he, he played well for Alabama. Uh, he, caught a, he caught a big catch against Georgia in the SEC championship game as well, if I remember correctly, down the sideline. So, yeah. Or, or maybe, maybe him and Mechie ran into each other and one of them caught it. I can't I, remember which yeah, one it was. I can't remember. I think if I remember correctly, Larry did come out of the backfield in one of those games. And I mean, Bryce did not look at him at all. And not the last second, Bryce just like tossed it over to him. Yeah. I mean, with the, the wherewithal that Bryce well, that, had. And that, that shows you the Leary. confidence. That shows you the confidence the coaching staff has in Leary that they had exactly. him in there in those big moments. And so, yeah, I'm excited to see his growth, not only from the spring and then through the summer, but once the fall gets here, Jake, and, and fall oh, camp man. gets here. Uh, he's he's a name to be watching out for. So there's a lot of young talent, like she says, a lot of fresh talent down yes. there in Tuscaloosa. Absolutely, elite elite speed, hands, toughness, know the playbook, confidence. Yep, that's key right there. Yep, mm -hmm. absolutely. So, you know, it, it's like like you said, talking about that that wide receiver room, man. It is Damn. it is stacked. I mean, there there's four or five six guys that you could honestly redshirt for the year. You know, I mean, they're so deep. I mean, they're eight to ten deep almost. Yeah, Ho like. Holman Wiggins is is one of the best coaches in the country. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and I I, I want to say this: we've named all these receivers, and, and we have not talked about Treshawn Holden, Jake. Who I know he, he could go anywhere in the country and start. Yes, absolutely. I just it's, it's yeah. nuts, man. I, it is. 
I don't know. I don't know how they what they're going to do for ball distribution because there's still just one football. You got to figure out how to get the ball to to all those talented wide receivers. Uh, get the ball in Jameer Gibbs' hand. Get the ball in Jace McClellan's hands. Trey yes. Sanders. I don't know what they're going to do. That's a good uh, problem to have, though. It's a good problem oh, to have if you're Bill O'Brien. Absolutely. You know, Saban's given him the tools and, and said, you know, this is your offense. You know, well, and I'd I'll say in, this: you know. Bill O'Brien has been recruiting. He has uh, mm-hmm. at an elite level uh, in the last few months. So uh, I, I want to give him the credit for that. And Pete Golden has as well. Oh, man. Um, both both our coordinators in Tuscaloosa are doing a phenomenal job on the recruiting trail. And then some of the secondary guys, T Rob, T Rob. Oh yeah, is yeah, absolutely killing it right now. Freddie Roach, you know he's he's done great. So I mean, all I can say is welcome to Alabama. That's right. That's right. It's crazy. We we've went through half the roster in our conversation, <laughs> and you know I don't know how all these guys are going to play. Uh, I, I know that's a coach saving problem, not a us problem. But <laughs> right. I just, man, if I was him, I'd lose sleep on who I was going to play. I know. I mean, you have you can you can go in any direction, you know. I mean, uh, you you talked about Jace McClellan and uh, and Jameer Gibbs. We even talked about, um, Rodell you know, Williams. Rodell Williams. Uh, you know, Jameer so, I mean, Miller, Emmanuel Miller. Anderson, the two freshmen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, good night. The list goes on and on. Yeah, and and, and another thing I want to I want to mention. I saw the video the other day on I think it was it was uh, making its rounds on. Uh, on Twitter, might have been on Instagram. They got put on Twitter, but Milro looks like a freaking linebacker. Dude, he, he is, is. <laughs> he is yoked. He is. I'm like, good night. I'm like, speaking and he, of Milro, how, yeah. how how is he not going to be on the field in some type of package? I know exactly. How, how do you keep him off the field? I don't know. I mean, he's already I mean, got I, the legs. I, I hate to say yeah. that with with the the reigning Heisman Trophy winner and future <laughs> top five NFL draft pick as returning quarterback. But what – I mean, you got to do something with Milrow. He can't just ride the pie, man. No. I mean – and I think um, there's another video that I saw of one of his passes that he threw in A-Day. I mean, it was right on the money, one of his touchdown passes. So, oh, I mean, he is – yeah, yeah. His, his growth passing the football is, is not being talked about enough. He was right. – as far as spring goes – um, he he was one of the best players in all of spring practice and, and in in a day. So, man, the, the the quarterback situation is also in good shape right now. <laughs> if, if you look at Alabama, I mean, you talk about Bryce Young, Jalen Milrow, Ty Simpson looked like he belonged in a day as yep. well. And then the two freshmen that they got coming in for next year, and Eli Holstein and Dylan Lonergan, Jake. Mm-hmm. Man, that quarterback room is is deep and it's talented. It is, and I but I, I'm with you. Milro has to have a package in some type of way this year, you know. And he just can't just sit over there, you know. No. The pie. Yeah, he can't hold. He can't hold a clipboard. No, all no, year. He's got to be on the field somewhere in some capacity. Yeah. Which I, I, you know, the way it's setting up, I, you know, if Alabama does have this special season, if everything goes right, there's there's no major injuries. You know, I'm confident to say it's going to be a special season. We'll, we're probably seeing a lot of more of Milrow and some of your second and third string guys again because we didn't really see them a lot last year because we was in a lot of tight games. But this team right here is a complete package. They're going to be blowing people out again by halftime more, yeah. more than likely. Right, so, right. 
Yeah, uh, Richard says he likes Lonergan better than than Holstein. I'm assuming is what he means, and mm-hmm. and I think at this moment too, I, I would say Lonergan is is further ahead, especially mechanically, than what what Holstein is. But you got to remember, Lonergan's dad was a, was a college quarterback, so he's been around the game. He's had some elite training growing up, so he's just you know he's better equipped right now than mm-hmm. what than what Holstein is. And Holstein, just so everybody knows, he he has never done any kind of quarterback training. He's just grown up playing football and thrown in the backyard. He's just a he's just a natural right now. He hasn't done anything outside of you know playing regular football, you know, to work on his mechanics and and all those things. But I think as far as upside goes, uh, Eli Holston has a chance to be really special. And and Dylan Lonergan is is I mean he, he's nothing to bat an eye at, Jake. He's he's a really yeah. good football player. Absolutely, and, and I'm I'm going to say one thing uh, on the lines of uh, Richard. I'll go to say that I rather have Lonergan and Holstein than I would Arch Manning, just from the clips and and the videos I've seen on all three of them. Yeah, you know. Well, and there's right now there's no way to measure the intangibles that that Arch Manning may have because I mean, look, that's that's one of the things that made the Mannings so special. Jake is is the intangibles. Their, their right. leadership, their ability to do things outside of just throwing a football. Uh, that If Arch has those, then, yeah, he's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. But as far as just, you know, arm talent, uh, you know, maneuverability in the pocket, being able to read a defense, making, uh, pimp, you know, making super accurate throws, throwing guys open, uh, I, do, I don't see anything – more that he has that that the two guys that Alabama has committed don't have. So exactly. I, I don't I don't think that he's just so much better. I don't know how he's the number one prospect in the country. Yeah, that that's uh, kind of well. The name is the only way I can. Yeah, see and it, and that's you know? not that's not his fault. I, I don't. No, really, it's not. I'm not bashing it's on not. Arch Manning. I, I hope. I mean, I hope he has a great career and you know does a good job. But um, his name does does carry some weight. <laughs> a- absolutely. Uh, Tristan also said, I think if we stay healthy and keep developing players, this could be the best Bama D ever. I agree 100%. It's going to be, it's the most talented for sure. Well, I'll say this. The the interior of that defensive line, who's going to step up? I mean – Somebody's got to. Yeah, there, there's – I don't know who we have. I mean, I know who we have. I don't know who we have that I can just say with absolute certainty is going to be a star on the interior of the defensive line. I like Joyce, Justin Aboyby. I think he's a good player. I like mm-hmm. DJ Dale. I think he's a good player. I think by, I like Byron Young. I think he's a really good player. But Jake, I don't know if any of those guys are elite. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think yeah. if, if we had an elite guy on the interior of that defensive line, and that guy may come along this fall, we don't know yet. Uh, mm-hmm. Then yes, I think it has a chance to be the best Bama defense ever. Yeah, that seems like the, the biggest question mark defensively is that defensive front. Um, and you know, it's kind of disappointing because last year I was saying a lot, I was like, okay, Tim Smith's about to go off. I just had that feeling he's gonna be that Nets guy, and he never did much of anything. We talked about a boy, he has not done it, you know, it seemed like he ain't done much of anything his entire career at Alabama. He he shows flashes, but you know. It's just a flash here and there. It's not like consistent. So right, right. Somebody's got to step up, and, and you know, Burroughs may be that guy. I don't know. Yeah, you know, he. I mean, he, he showed he, up. Yeah, he had a great spring, mm-hmm. and Byron Young could be that guy, Jake. He could yeah, be Byron like Young's this year's guy. version 
of uh, of uh, what Fedarian Mathis was last year for Alabama, because mm-hmm. uh, Byron Young has flashed quite a good bit in his time at yes. Alabama, but I, I'm not sure he's elite level. You know, if, and and I hate to be like, but if if there was a Quinn and Williams along this defensive line oh my this year for Alabama, then there's no <laughs> doubt about it. it could be the best defense ever. I'm just and I'm with you. I think Tim Smith, I think Jamil Burrows, I think Jaheim Otis is a guy to look mm-hmm. out for. Uh, don't forget Demond Payne, a redshirt freshman, yeah. is a guy that could maybe step in and play a role this this fall. So there's there's a lot of names, there's a lot of depth, but I'm just looking for that one elite guy who just disrupts everything there in the middle of that defense. Absolutely, because you know I, I want I want a third rusher behind Will Anderson and and you know Dallas Turner because it's something happens and, and they do both get blocked. Who's going to be that third guy? Because I know they're going to take much of the tension up. So yeah. if you can beat your one-on-one on the inside, you're, you're going to, you're going to be set. Well, here's you know? the issue. They're, they're not going to be able to double team both Turner nope. and Anderson. So I imagine Anderson's going to get, you know, 90% of the double teams. So mm-hmm. Dallas Turner is going to have a chance to have a lot of one-on-one matchups mm-hmm. and he's got to win a bunch of those. And I think he can, I mean, he's, uh, yeah. and, and then you can't forget about Chris Braswell either. He's going to stay fresh yeah. and mm-hmm. they'll have him in a lot of sub packages. And uh, that if we can get all three of those guys on the field, which I think coach Saban is, is wanting to do and Pete Golden's wanting to do, then uh, man, I feel sorry for, <laughs> for them opposing offensive line. I mean, that, that's insane. I, I, there was a uh, spring clip that come out uh, that I saw that, I mean, it was almost like as soon as, as soon as Bryce Jones said, hut, Dallas Turner was already in the frame of the pitcher, you know, <laughs> already touched. I'm like, my gosh, this dude, you know, and I, I'm going to go ahead and leak it here. You know, I, I said a few weeks ago, it might've been a month two now, but uh, you know, one of my, uh, one of my dark, dark horse predictions or my bold predictions of the, you know, of the of the season i was going to say as i was holding one but but i'll kind of leak it here i think dallas turner is going to have more sacks than what will anderson this year just for mm-hmm. that fact like you said mm-hmm. because will anderson is going to take a lot of double teams i can't i uh I'll, i mean i'll i'll take that bad jake because i think will anderson's gonna still cause oh, I so think much would damage too. i would too you know, uh, all right, let's let's get to the chat for a second because there's hey, there's a lot of chat. Tom Richard, yeah, Richard just says uh, rotation looks promising along the defensive line. Uh, Tom Blunt, we, we he says, what do you think about the offensive line this year? Mm. Improved the same or a work in progress? And hey, Jessica, thanks for joining us. Glad you could make it. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Richard. Thank you, everybody. Been in chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go chat, to Tom. The chat, the chat is live. Let's let's mm-hmm. go to the offensive line question. I'm, I'm gonna mm-hmm. give. I think I think it will be proved uh, because last year that's that's as bad as bad as as Alabama can be on a consistent basis. Yeah, uh, considering the amount of talent they have, mm-hmm. I think the coaching staff. You know, uh, getting Eric Wolford is is a huge uh, get for Alabama. I, I had a chance to hear him speak a while back and. I really like that guy. I think he, I think he is a, a superior offensive line coach. He's really great on the recruiting trail. So I think that's going to help us. I think getting the Steen kid from Vanderbilt is going to help us. You're talking about an experienced SEC caliber tackle. So I, I think you're going to see him at left tackle, J.C. Latham at right tackle, and you know Cohen will be at, at left guard most likely. Mm-hmm. Uh, there'll be a battle at center between Seth McLaughlin and Darren Dalcourt. And of course, right guard is going to be Emil or Jr. So I think you're going to see a really improved offensive line. I don't think it's going to be like the 2020 offensive line, which is, in my opinion, one of the best offensive lines in college football history. But 
I do think you're going to see a much improved offensive line. Absolutely. And, you know, bringing in Stain really helped, you know, solidify kind of sort of really your, you know, bringing him in, really your, your only concern now is right tackle. And that could go in a number of different ways. Like you said, J.C. Lantham's there. Um, you know, you got the Brockamire twins, you know, so. One of, okay, you know, I, I do that. I do have a little bit of uh, – the the James Brockermeyer, the, the guy who's going to be a guard or a center, he's more of a developmental type guy, and he's kind of waiting behind guys like Emilek Yor, right. Javion Cohen, Seth McLaughlin, Darren Dalcourt. So he's waiting patiently behind those guys, and a couple of those guys will be gone. Th- three or four of those guys could be gone after this year. Mm-hmm. So he'll have a chance in 2023 to make an impact. But as far as Tommy Brockermeyer goes, it wasn't until May of this year that he has had a chance to really start working out with Alabama, especially in the lower body area. And as an offensive lineman, if, if you're not able to to lift and, and, and do weights uh, in your lower body area, uh, you're not going to be a very productive os- offensive lineman, especially in the SEC. So mm-hmm. he's been battling injuries in his entire career at Alabama. You know, he, he was battling injuries in high school towards the latter part of his, his high school days. So uh, it looks like it's going to be another year or so before – both the Brockermeyers are, are making a you know making their names their way into that offensive line. Okay, good update because I didn't know any any of that. So thanks for bringing that table, Stace. Yeah, and and uh, somebody mentioned uh, Tom wants to know uh, who do we see as the backup quarterback? Yeah, we talked yeah. about Milro just just right before you actually got on, Tom. We feel like he's the he's the backup. He's QB two, and we also feel like there's. There's a chance that he's going to have some type of package because he's too electric of an athlete, uh, too much of a playmaker, uh, one of the fastest guys on the team for him not to see the field. So I think it's Milrow. I think he's continued to develop in the passing uh, part of his game. We all know how electric of an athlete he is. So as long as he continues to improve his passing game, which every every everything indicates he has and he will continue to do that, then I think he's QB too. But I think Ty Simpson's – a great third option. There's no doubt about oh, yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, having having the the talent that we do at quarterback. You know, if God forbid something happens to Bryce, I feel like Milrow can lead us still to to national championship. Yeah. I think Ty Simpson can as well once he gets the experience. So, yeah, and yeah, the the whole Brockermeyer thing. As people are saying, hoping he wasn't struggling. Yeah, he's not struggling. He's just nothing but injuries. So, right. like I said, it's only been you know since May that he's really started to to be able to to completely uh, participate in, in workouts there in Tuscaloosa. So uh, he's got a ways to go just just because of his, his recovering from an injury and and also having to make up make up time for. You know, make up for lost time in the weight room. So, because that's big. I mean, he's yeah. he's going to have to put on some weight and some muscle mass before he can handle those uh, elite SEC defenders. Absolutely. And before the chat gets to where we can't see it, uh, <laughs> Richard said he's excited to see Lawson. You know. Yes. 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 Yeah. Deontay Lawson. I still think Jalen Moody probably gets the start alongside yeah. Henry Toa Toa. But I think you're going to see a lot of Deontay Lawson because much like Milro, he's one of those guys who like how how do you keep him off the field because of the the amount of talent that he has. So I think you could not not see a linebacker by committee type thing, but maybe some packages because Alabama has you know 20 different packages on defense. So yeah. at least maybe more. Uh, so I think there's a chance we see a good bit of Deontay Lawson this fall. 
that's why it's so complex. You know, there's so <laughs> much going on in Alabama defense. You know, so but man, that you're talking about, you know, depth everywhere. Yeah, I mean, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, offensive line, defensive line, linebackers, secondary. My gosh, you know. Yeah, Jessica says the twins' dad used to post updates on them. I'm not sure if he still does. If anyone wants to find him on Twitter for updates on, yeah, I, I know their dad now works for he works for twenty four seven sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he covers college football for them, so I'm sure that keeps him pretty busy. And he doesn't want to flood his his page with what's going on with his sons when he's trying to you know provide updates on on all of college football. So, yeah, uh, but he is a good follow. His name is slipping me right now, but yeah, he's a really good follow. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, it's a lot of talent down in Tuscaloosa this year. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Uh, you know we we've talked about basically every position group. Uh, it seems like, and, and and the chat is is still you know in great shape. We got a bunch of people watching right now. So uh, just keep keep the chat rolling. We'll we'll go as long as y'all'd like to go. Absolutely. Uh, 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 I was going to say, you know, we'll, we'll kind of transition to a different sport, but I'm also excited about basketball this year. Yeah, yeah, you know, no doubt. I mean, that, that, NATO should have a good team. Yeah. It, if everything works out right, you know, looks like some of the, the stuff I've been seeing, the, the shooting is a lot better than it was last year. Of course, you know, they're just playing against each other right now and just shooting, you know, without any, any kind of defense, but – who, who knows? It's got to be better than it was last year. Yeah. Yeah, and last year was a bit of a disappointment. Uh, but, look, basketball is a weird game. It is. It's a weird game. Mm-hmm. And, is. you know, a guy, Namari Burnett's going to be back for Alabama this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alabama's season last year would have been a lot different if Namari Burnett would have been healthy. Yeah, absolutely. And we still was ended up a sit seed. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so we're saying that it was a disappointment as yeah, a six I'll, seed. Yeah, I'll, I'll take I'll take disappointing seasons as a six seed. Yeah, me too. So, I that that'll be a lot better for sure. Yeah, but if there's anybody in the chat that's watching right now, and got any questions or comments mm-hmm. uh, about anything, really, uh, just just go ahead and jump in there and, and let us know. We'll be glad to discuss it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of exciting things. Uh, when when you think about football and basketball, Jake, uh, the the two programs obviously football has been the you know the the standard for college football for the past you know decade plus, and now the basketball programs is continuing to rise, and and that's that's mm-hmm. fun to see. They're the two biggest sports, and it's nice to see that that Alabama's program is is on the way up in basketball because uh, we all know how the football team is, and it'll be nice to have a basketball program that that can not compete with with the eliteness of the football program, but, but, but be up there in the conversation. Absolutely. It's it's definitely great to see because, you know, the fan support's already down there, you know, for, for both. And, and football's been there and will always be up there because it's just a rich historical program foot, football-wise. Basketball-wise, the, the, the program's kind of been in a lull. It's been getting a lot better since Nate Oates has come into town. So it, it'll get there. Yeah. Uh, Rick Knight wants to know, is Latham ready to step up? I wonder how uh, – where'd it go? Oh, it just went away. Yeah. Uh, Is Latham – okay, okay. You got it. Here it goes, yeah. Is Latham ready to step up? I wonder how Terrence Ferguson is doing. He played close to where we live in Georgia. Yeah, uh, Terrence Ferguson. 
Ferguson's doing well too. But you, you got to think that the guy, he's a guard, and uh, it's going to be tough to beat out two guys that started guard last year for Alabama and Cohen yeah. and or So uh, just be patient with a guy like Terrence Ferguson. But he's a guy who could be, uh, you know, a guy that maybe only starts one year and he's so good that one year he goes on to the NFL. That's, that's the type of talent I think Ferguson is. Uh, Tom wants to know, you mentioned Henry, and he's a good player, but I've yet to see him get really physical with his tackling. He does more pull-downs than hitting. Am I wrong? Your thoughts? Well, he is a little bit undersized. I mean, I know they list him at like 230, like 6'2 or 6'3, 230. Uh, that dude's maybe six foot and maybe 210, yeah. 215 pounds. So he's he's not an overly big linebacker. So that's maybe why you don't see quite the physicality uh, that you're used to seeing from Alabama uh, inside linebackers, but I still think Henry's a really good player. He's a he's a he's a smart football player. Uh, he helps get the other guys in the right position. And when Henry plays well, that defense is going to play well. Absolutely, yeah. You know, he he may be the the catalyst on defense that that keeps that thing together along with uh, Jordan Battle. Yeah, yep, yeah. But him and Battle are uh, are kind of a lot alike in some ways. Like they, mm-hmm. nothing they do is just makes you just go wow but but they just make plays i mean they they, oh, yeah. they, get, they get the job done i mean battle had i think it was against lsu last year had to run down a run down a guy to keep yeah. him, you know scoring a touchdown might have been against arkansas One and i'll say games. this about battle his his athleticism is underrated it is absolutely i'm anxious yeah. to see what he what kind of 40 time he runs uh when he gets to the combine next year because you know he's around six one about 210 pounds or so mm-hmm. uh so i mean really anything four six and below will be really really good so uh, um and i if he's in that range uh he could be you know one of the first safeties taken in the draft well you think about late first second round top top guy tristan bryant i'll be cheering for leary number 12 absolutely oh yeah no doubt absolutely. Leary, leary might be the official favorite player of todd Tide Talk Live since uh, his mom has uh, has graced us with her presence. So absolutely, Ballard Sports Media says roll tide, roll tide, Ballard, roll tide. Yep. So man, we had not we hadn't missed anything in the chat, have we? I'm trying to scroll through and make sure we haven't missed anything. No. Y'all keep it rolling, guys. Yeah, I love it. I mean, this is the most we've had in the chat in a, in a you know in a while, and this this is great. Thank you. Yeah, this is this is what makes the live shows fun, um, is being able to interact with everybody in the chat. Uh, so you know, we, we try to do these as often as we can. It's just hard. I mean, yeah, to find the time to, to schedule it and uh, make sure we're both available. And uh, then not only do we have to be available, but you guys have to be available as well. So it, it mm-hmm. looks like the perfect storm has has taken place tonight. Has any has Eli Ricks put on any weight? I sure hope so, man. That dude looks so lanky in the spring. Yeah, um, uh, we'll know more once uh once fall camp gets here, and uh, but I imagine he's probably put on a good bit of weight. Yeah, Rick and Bonnie uh, said I like Will Anderson's uh, answer to Jim Jimbo's disrespect question. We know it, and and we'll address it at game time. That's what I said that earlier. Kind of paraphrase. I couldn't I couldn't remember exactly what was said, but that's it right there. I mean, I, I'm, I mean, yeah, I know their their front four defensively is going to be really, really good, but I, I just do not see how they come out of Tuscaloosa with, you know, if they keep it within two touchdowns, I would be utterly shocked. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, 
All right, uh, getting back to the chat. Rick says, on the defensive line, Smith can be a lead if he'll cut back on the penalties. Absolutely. Uh, Burroughs has the potential to be a lead. No doubt about it. He showed that in the spring. He's also asking about a recruiting question with with Justice Haynes committing. Do do you still think Alabama lands Richard Young? Like your show. Hey, really appreciate you, Rick Knight. On the the Richard Young situation, right now Alabama still looks like they're the leader for Richard Young. Mm -hmm. Uh, Justice Haynes is is actively recruiting Richard to join him in Tuscaloosa. What a duo. To to be a a two-headed monster for Alabama in the future at running back. So, uh, yeah, as as of this moment, I would say Richard Young will will be uh, in Tuscaloosa when it's all said and done. Mm Mm-hmm. Ballard Sports Media says, what do you guys think of the duo and Will Henderson and Dallas Turner? Golly. Uh, Unfair. I, I don't I don't remember an edge duo of the caliber of Will Anderson and Dallas Turner. I, I just either. I'm maybe there is one out there, but I cannot think of one. I can't think of it off the top of my head right now. And Jessica said, What did Saban say about Ritz during media days? Do you, you remember? I I must have missed that. Uh, if he said something, I must have missed it. Yeah, I don't remember. I, I will mm-hmm. say this: uh, there's been a lot of talk about how how good of a player he is. I mean, there's yeah, and we all know that. We all saw how good he was when he was healthy at LSU. I mean, he was a good a de- defensive back as there was in the country. Yeah, a lot of his former teammates at LSU have come out and said yeah. how good of a player he is. So I I don't have anything but praises to say about him. I think yeah, he's as far fine. as as far as what Saban might have said, I'm not sure, Jessica. I must have missed yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I'm super excited. You know, the season's just right around the corner, guys. Yeah, I mean, we're, we've we're, got a month left, pretty much. Well, there's there's just 42 days, and that's that's God. that's until the games start. I mean, that's when Alabama plays is in 42 days. Spring practice is, God, I don't know, maybe two weeks less, maybe less than two weeks away. Might be. Yeah. They don't have a they don't have a date for certain of when. Uh, fall camp starts, but I do know that there will be a scrimmage on August 13th, August 20th, I believe. So, um, it's coming along. <laughs> I forgot about Trey Sanders too when we were talking about running backs earlier. I mentioned, my I'm, gosh, I, I, I okay. mentioned Trey Sanders, okay. yeah. Jeez, yeah, yeah. Tristan says the wide receiver room is stacked, but the speed is not fair for teams. <laughs> Wiggins yeah. is a happy coach. I think Trey, Trey Sanders will break out. I hope he does, man. I hope Trey that Sanders too. just explodes because if man, anybody that, deserves it, it's him. That dude deserves something good to happen to him, man. I'll be honest with you. When he scored against Miami to open the season up last year, uh, man, I, I about I about uh, let a tear fall because I was so excited for the kid. Uh, can I get a roll tie from Kaysen? Yeah, Kaysen. Roll tie, Kaysen. Yeah, Kaysen's uh, Kaysen is a co- is my cousin. He's my he's my nephew, and I can't wait for for my great nephew, your son, to get here so I can turn him into an Alabama fan. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Jake, yeah. we mentioned all those receivers. I don't know that we mentioned Brooks. Oh yeah, you're right. I mean, my gosh, he was injured in the spring, but but I mean, he does have probably the most experience of. Oh, the group coming back, you know. Yeah, him and him, and, Tra- him yeah. and Treshawn Holden, as right. far as in the Alabama system. Right, exactly. So, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> What's a good game time food for the Utah State game? What do Mormons <laughs> eat? <laughs> I'm not I sure. Would, I'm not a Mormon, so I couldn't tell I you. <laughs> yeah. 
That's a I good question, know. though. I like that. Yeah, that's good. If, if anybody's know. a Mormon in the chat, let us know what's what's a good Mormon food for game day. I don't know. Have they have they announced the 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 time of that game yet? I don't think they have. Have they? I know they if they have. Some. If they have, I've missed it. Yeah. Um, if it's a you know noonish game, which is kind of how I, I hope feeling, not. I, 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 hope not. I, I hope we don't have two back to back noon games, but or eleven o'clock games, but. Maybe it's like a two thirty. I will probably be eating probably wings, um, maybe uh, jalapenos, six thirty bacon. Oh, thank oh. goodness! So that'd be supper time. So, so probably wings. <laughs> Th- thank you, Baller Sports Media. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank I'm you, Rick and Bonnie. Thank you, guys. So yeah, that'd be right about supper time. So probably either wings or I may cook some burgers or something. So. Which I just got done. But as far as what burger. Mormons eat, Rick and Bonnie, no idea. I ain't got a clue. <laughs> Surely they like a good hamburger. I just thought what I ate for supper tonight. <laughs> Made some burgers, patted them out, put them in the oven, let them cook for about an hour, and took them out and ate them. In the oven? Yeah. What? Yeah. You don't grill hamburgers? No, I, I put them in the oven. All right, I can't be the only one who's never uh, who's never heard of that. It's good. It's Does good. anybody else Trust me. oven bake their burgers? <laughs> Mountain goat, maybe that's good. So hey, don't knock it till you try it. I, I do. Oh, I'm not knocking it. Yeah. I'm just I'm just scratching my head about it. I put a lot of um, season, like I, I put it in a pan of water. Uh, it goes in the oven. Keep it keep it moist. Uh, and I put like some flavoring and stuff in there, like Dale sauce and and uh, witch sour. Uh, I mix it up with like um, like a one sauce in, in the water itself, and then it just soak back up in the. the so, hey, yeah. now I have done some burgers on a George Foreman grill, man. Hey, yeah, Casey remembers that. Uh, Ballard yeah. says, "If save if you're saving, you eat two oatmeal cream pie, oatmeal cream pies, and fill yourself up for the weekend. Absolutely." Oatmeal cream I bet he's enjoying one right now. Maybe he's listening to us while we took, you know, eating a oatmeal uh, cream pie. I, I, w- I wouldn't go there. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I hope he. I hope he's watching. He's watching film of Utah State. Is what I'm hoping. <laughs> so, but yeah. Does any, has does anybody else cook their burgers in the oven? Oh yeah, air, air fryer burgers. Yes. Elite. elite. They are. I've done them in there. I actually cook my fries in in the air fryer for it. So. Dude, an air fryer is an amazing invention. Whoever whoever designed that is a rock star. Yes. I've, I've cooked some in the pan. frying pan. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Frying pan's hard to beat. It is. All that grease. Will, I don't know, man. Good. I just It's hard for me not to do a burger on the grill. It's just, I mean, I, I have. I just, you know. Yeah, I, it, I know. I just, I've literally yeah. never heard of anybody doing one in an oven. And that's how I make, mostly make mine, you know. <laughs> Instead of trying to find, you know, propane, put it in my grill and, you know, hook up and go. Plus, I probably got like four dirt dauber nests under my grill I need to get rid of. So, you ain't using enough then, bud. I know. I usually don't eat a lot at night, honestly, because it's too hot right now to eat. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. The the, the air fryer has been a a game changer in the cooking world. (laughs) I have cooked steaks. In the air fryer, I cooked bacon, cooked bologna, I've cooked hamburgers, cooked fish. I, I've uh, made some tilapia and put in the air fryer the other night. 
So also, what's it called? The the Instapot. Instapot. That's a game. That's a game changer too. Absolutely. See here at Tide Talk Live, you'll you'll get everything from Alabama Sports to the Cooking Channel. Yeah. No. All so, rolled into one. Exactly. So that that's why you you know you stay right here, and you'll get a little bit of everything. Best mountain oysters I've ever had in an air fryer. Hmm. I don't like oysters that much. So. But I know you talking about you talking about Rocky Mountain oysters, Casey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh Lord. Oh, this has really gotten off the rails as far as. Uh, hey. But hey. Whatever the whatever the viewers want is what we will discuss. I mean, it's a it's a couple months ago we were talking about movies. You know, we got off on the movie world. So I like K Perry. Um, is that Katy Perry? No. It, who who was the Perry? Dude oh, Curtis Perry. Curtis Perry. I see. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. We're we talking about <laughs> celebrities cooking or. <laughs> Curtis Perry. Then I'm, yeah. like, then I'm like, no, that's Curtis Perry. Yeah, that's Curtis Perry. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, golly, that that was that was man, what a transition there. We, <laughs> yeah, we thought it was Katy Perry, but yeah, no, I Tristan, think Perry, yes, Curtis yes. Perry is a really good player. Yeah, I think he's going to going to be. All right, great. look, Jake, you brought up movies. Case and Wall, Case and Wallace says, speaking of movies, so I, I imagine something is about to be in the chat about a movie. Probably so. Hey, thanks, Rick, for the yes, yeah, 7 30, okay. 12 Eastern, losing my 4 Eastern. Yeah, thank you, Rick. That test is one to still junk. Golly, that's so stupid. It is. Louisa Monroe, 4 p.m. Okay. I can live, I can live with, with those two. Now, the test is one is absolute junk. But yeah, speaking of movies, let's see what we got here. I'm, I'm, I'm patiently waiting on Kaysen to mm-hmm. drop his movie, either question or thoughts or whatever he is topping away at well oh did y'all see peyton kirkland mm-hmm. committed to texas after not being a finalist school and trolled all day saying he wasn't even i he, he made the day i don't understand you know i some some of these kids and miami and, and they are kids I, I think it's important to uh to remember these people are kids um but they take advantage of the attention they get and some of them don't uh, use that in the right way. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. all I want to say about that because, I mean, they're kids. I was dumb at that age, too. Not that that kid's dumb, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, we've we, we all been been dumb teenagers and dumb, you know. Okay, I, ha- I have not seen Top Gun Maverick yet. I want to, I but haven't I haven't either. seen it. I haven't seen it yet. That new movie called Smile. Never heard of it. Yeah. Oh, the previews are on, or the trailers on YouTube. It's creepy as heck. Oh, I ain't watching it then. I'm out. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm out. I don't Poor feel shit. sorry for yeah. I don't feel sorry for QBs with this pass rush. Yeah, the Gray Man. Oh, I've, I've heard, heard of it. I've seen that. That's on Netflix, I believe. Ain't it, Casey? I think it is. I haven't saw it yet, but I, I think I know what you're talking about. We may have talked about this before, but we got some different people in the chat now. But Black Phone, I've heard it was good. But let me ask you, chat. Let me ask y'all a question. What is the best sports movie of all time? Stacey, what's yours, you think? Gosh, I don't know. Um, 
Field of Dreams is up there. Mm-hmm. Remember the Titans. Remember Titans is um, got to be top top two. Top Friday two. Night Lights. We are Marshall. Ballard, Ballard, you you got to my point because a lot of people overlook We Are Marshall. Yeah, that movie slept on. Yeah, it is very good. I love it. Radio. Radio. I, God, I, I forgot love, about radio. That's a I great love, movie. Love the radio. Natural. Yes. Natural is good. Of course, you know, everybody, that, everybody goes to like Ruby and then they go to like, we, you know, remember the Titans, yeah. stuff like that. But, but we are Marshall gets slept on. Like you said, it's, it's, it's insane, but it's a great movie. Great movie. Um, let's just, while we're on the movie kick, if, as long as the, the chat doesn't object, just, you didn't even got to give us a lot of thought. What is your top five movies, favorite movies of all time? Ooh. Code. Oh, the terminal Mine, list. I've heard that's yeah. that's really good, Jessica. That's gonna be yeah. the next show I check out. I'm trying to catch up on Stranger Things and Peaky Blinders at the moment. I'm way behind because I haven't started any of those. I'm just now getting to uh, Game of Thrones, so I got a long way to catch up. <laughs> we are oh, and here. and and I'm trying to catch up on Game of Thrones too. Yeah. I just started Season one, so I still got a long way to go. But I've I've finished exactly season one, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's good go. though. It's good. It's really good. Yes, it is. We are Marshall Waterboy. Yeah, I forgot about. Yeah. I love the Waterboy too. All right, um, Jeff, you're. Hey, everybody in in the chat, if you're watching right now, mm-hmm. drop your top five favorite movies of all time. Jake, what's your what's your top five? No particular order, just five movies off the top of your head that you're like, yeah, that's one of my favorites. Oh. Well, I, I will. I've always said this. It'd be my number one. Always is uh, Saving Private Ryan. I mean, okay. I love I love World War Two movies. I love anything to do with war. Saving Private Ryan is my absolute favorite movie, hands down. Uh, man, um, there's this comedy movie called there. There's one called Tag. And then there's another one. It's another comedy. And my wife, Cassie, should probably know what it is. It's so funny. Um, we watched it the other night, but it's another it's another comedy one. But I can't think of what it's called right now. Um oh my gosh, Talladega Nights, I like it. There's like four, there's three or four there. Four. I don't know, man. I don't I don't watch a lot of movies. Um Actually, I would say that the Batman series with Christian Bale, you know, we watched them when we was hanging out a lot. So all of them are good. So I'll, I'll yeah. say this, uh, and this is in no particular order. It's just kind of uh, the Dark Knight. That's in my top five. Yes. Gladiator is in my top five. Oh, my gosh. I know. See, it's harder. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll say this. Uh Step Brothers is probably going to be in my top five. I could I can watch that every day, all day. Um, but see, I think there's a difference between most watchable and best. Right. Like it's not just a great movie. It's mm-hmm. it's just so watchable because it's so funny. Yes. If you get what I'm saying. Yeah. But yeah. but I'm going to say, but I am going to include it in, in my top three. I'm going to say Step Brothers, The Dark Knight, Gladiator, and Four and Five. Man, um, I would say yeah. Oh golly! I'm with you, Jessica. I can't name five. Um, I think in this is my opinion. I think Infinity War was better than Endgame. 
Infinity War Wars was good. In game, just just the 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 fight sequence is what I you know yeah I love. Yeah. So well that the, the final battle is yeah. so spectacular that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those those are up there. The Star Wars, I mean the Star Wars movies outside of the last trilogy. Um, Thank you, Case. I've not Star watched, Wars is not overrated. I've not watched a single Star Wars in my lifetime. Well, you can't say it's overrated, then, Jake. Well, I just you've never watched it. I play the video <laughs> games. I will play the video games all day long. I just don't watch movies. I don't know why. I don't know okay. why. I just Look, never got into it. I'm going to say this. I only liked Star Wars a little bit growing up, and then hey, about man. five years ago. I decided I'm going to watch, I guess right when the, the sequels first started coming out a few years back, mm-hmm. I decided, you know what? I'm going to watch from the beginning, you know, through uh, Return of the Jedi, which is episode six. You know, there was the original trilogy, which is episodes four, five, and six. Well, I started with episode one, and I watched one through six. And if you watch it one through six, that is an elite movie franchise. See, that was my issue. They started like at six and then like three, yeah. four. It didn't do it. I guess that was my issue because you watch like three, four, five or three through six, whatever. Then it said, okay, here comes one, two. You know, okay. So and I'll, I and I'll say this. And I'll say this. The Obi-Wan series on Disney Plus. <laughs> no, Star Wars. I'm falling asleep. The Obi-Wan <laughs> series on Disney Plus. The series itself was, nah. But the last episode, there was a 10-minute battle between the two main characters and it was some of the best television I've ever seen in my life. Okay. All right. Okay. Case okay, well, and uh, John. Oh, go ahead. John, What'd you say? The Marine. That is a really yeah. underrated movie. I was going to say John seen the wrestlers a lot better, but you know, I'm just, I like the movie, the Marine. I forget. It is, it's a good movie. movie too. I mean, it's, it's not my movie. top five. It's not in my top 50, but <laughs> right. Yeah. I tell you, I tell you a movie with the I really like that a lot of people, you know, don't talk about either, and that's Troy. Really love that movie. Yeah, that's a good, Troy. that's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's not another like, that's my top ten, top another 15. Avengers movie that I really like is Thor Ragnarok. I love that movie. Yes, that was a great one. I'm ready to see the new Thor movie. I ain't seen it yet. True Grit, the new one. Is yeah, it better than the old one? No, I mean, I don't. I like the old one because I'm I'm a yeah. I'm a sucker for John Wayne. But I know, um, yeah. Yeah, Warrior is that with uh Tom Hardy, Kason? Uh, might be if it is, then yes, I love that movie. I, I, I'm i a sucker for anything, John Wayne, to be honest. Yeah, Thor. all the Thors, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. I, I would like to see the new one, I hadn't seen it yet. I yeah, War, that. but Warrior's really good, yeah. I if you seen, haven't seen, I'll be honest with you, if you haven't seen Warrior, you need to watch that. Denzel Washington and Morgan Freeman, both great actors too. I love no to see doubt. stuff in them. Yep. No doubt. I think was hey, it Denzel? Speaking of, yeah, speaking of Denzel Washington, training days. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Book of Eli. <laughs> Zootopia. Hey. Zootopia. Hey, yes. if we're going to animate it, Zootopia is up there, man. That's that's that, that is good really good. Um uh, Space Jam, original Space Jam is oh yeah, that's really good. the best one ever. You know, talking about sports, I forgot about it. that's probably my top five all time because I can watch it, you know, anytime. Tristan, reminds me of my, 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Troy Tristan. or Tristan is back on, on football. Hey, let's talk about Brian Branch real quick, Jake. Yeah. Uh he was a guy who I thought was playing as good as anybody else in Alabama secondary mm-hmm. towards the end of the season. And um he has a chance to be special. He was highly recruited. Uh and and it's gonna be fun to see what Alabama does with him and Malachi Moore. Yeah, I know, you know, it's almost like Malachi has been pushed kind of to the side a little bit because all the talent's come in and has come up, the emergence of Brian Branch. But, man, you know, Brian Branch showed up and showed out last year. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, you know, it, it'd be interesting to see what they do. And, and and in the middle of all this, we still haven't talked about Terry and Arnold, who's back yeah. there who's not seen any. Hey, thanks, you know, Jessica. Uh, see you. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, it's see you, Jessica. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it, it's. I don't know how they're going to get all these guys on the field. I don't know. Yeah, it's, I mean Alabama needs to make like a like a like we're doing in high school, like a varsity, a junior varsity. They're making like a junior varsity <laughs> team to have another schedule to play because there's a lot of people who they that need to be on the field. They could be starting anywhere else. Yeah, you know, it, it's insane. Oh man. We've, we've been going an hour. We've been going an, an hour. hour, and and it's it's been a lot of fun, and the chat's still still open. We got a few more minutes here uh, before we need to wrap things up, but um, this has been a lot of fun, and uh, you know maybe we should have a a special episode, Jake, because it looks like the chat enjoys talking about other things besides just album football. Yeah, uh, maybe we should maybe we should plan a show, a live show where we're gonna do a better job of having our, our, we'll do our top. See you, Kaysen. See you, Kaysen. I'm, I'm not saying that, <laughs> but, uh, maybe we'll do a show where we, we list our top five movies and our top five favorite TV shows. Okay. That works. If, if the chat is down for that, we will do that. We'll plan that. Cause it's, we still got some, a couple weeks left in the summer before football really, really starts back. So, That'll be a good filler episode to to end the summer summer months with. Absolutely, chat. So you know, if that is something in y'all are interested in, let us know right now in the chat because we're fixing to wrap this episode up. I unfortunately have to go into work tonight, so uh, I got to be getting ready for that. But uh, wow, but yeah, this has been a lot of fun. It has, and and if if everybody in the chat is interested, well, I would I would enjoy doing episode talking about my favorite movies and favorite TV shows. Absolutely. You know, we can do, uh, we can do whatever. Uh, Th- thank you, Simona, thank you. so much yes, for joining thank us. You. Appreciate it. Take care. Thank you. We appreciate it. Roll Tide. Um, but yeah, we, we can definitely do that. You know, I, at this network, we're on the, you know, we're on the Y'all's Conference Network and, and I'm part of SEC at the Dark. You know, we do an off the rail segment every Wednesday night. So, I think it's fine for us to do one as well from time to time. We don't, you know, we are Tide Talk Live. We do talk a, a lot about the Tide sports and stuff, but we can go off the rails every now and then, and and that that would be fun to do. Uh, I think Richard. I think I think it's going to be uh, Kool Aid and Eli Ricks right now. Is who I would who I would put money on. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think Jackson does have a shot, and I think he'll he'll see the field because. I mean that dude's you know six three every bit of six three, you know closing in on two hundred pounds, and you know he he kind of got thrown in the fire in the national championship game, and uh, 
but I do like his ability. I think he has a chance to – he's another one of those guys who may not start, but will see the field, uh, you know, plenty this fall. Absolutely. Yeah. Man, we, we could talk all day about, about this team. Yeah. I mean, but, hey, incredible. we're, we're, we're to, to wrap this up because, like I mentioned, I got to go to work here in just a little bit. But, man, what, what a fun hour this has been, talking Alabama football, uh, talking a little bit about basketball. We talked a little bit about me, media days. We talked about some cooking. We talked about some movies. We talked about whatever you guys wanted. So I really appreciate the chat. The chat is what makes the live shows fun. If the Absolutely. chat's not not jumping like it was tonight, it doesn't make the live shows as fun. So we really appreciate everybody t- taking time out of their evening to, to be here with us on Tide Talk Live to, to talk about what we love and uh, our passion. So we thank everybody for that. If you're not already and you've been watching and you're enjoying what you're seeing here, hit that subscribe button. Uh, help us reach our goal of 1,000 subscribers. I think before we went live tonight, we were sitting around, uh, you know, just right a few less than 900. So we're getting really close to 1,000 subscribers. So uh, be a friend if you like us and tell a friend. Let everybody know to, to get on YouTube and subscribe to Ty Talk Live so mm-hmm. we can reach that goal of 1,000 subscribers. And, hey, if we reach that goal by the time football season starts, we will do our best to do a live show post game each and every week to talk about the game and we would love for y'all to be in those chats as well so help us reach that goal with thousand subscribers so we can make all that happen give this video a thumbs up like we said tell all your friends about Todd talk live absolutely yeah we, we're rolling right here guys uh thank you so much for the support yeah I no mean, doubt we've been doing this what three years now maybe four I it might be know. yeah I've lost count but we started in Stacy's bedroom, you know, yeah. and, and and now we're in front of a computer screen with almost a thousand subscribers on YouTube. So, yeah, and just guys. so everybody knows, we didn't start YouTube to about a year ago. So the YouTube right. the YouTube has really changed uh, the way we do the show, and uh, it's really changed the course of of the of the life of the show. So it's it's really been a game changer for us, and none of that is possible without you guys. So we really appreciate everybody. Thank you. We're going to we're going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for watching. Until next time, roll tide. Roll tide.